welcome back. Give him Liam. I don't remember what episode it is. Four, three, four, four. Whatever. It's fine. Apologies for my silence on uh, social media this week. It's it's been uh, I've been slack. I appreciate I've been slack. It's been a rough week. Lots of stuff happening at home. Didn't have a guest. So I was able to able to pull someone in, uh, and it was a bit. Of, it was nice. It was a bit of a departure from my normal uh, content. You know, talking about rugby, talking about business. I got a chance to talk about you know one of my my hobbies, uh, which is which is watching basketball, watching the NBA. So it was nice, you know, to be able to chop it up with someone uh, who's who's you know a really good content creator in in that in that market. Uh, and and that's probably selling them him short and and the Daily Dribble podcast short because they also cover the NBL. Uh, you know they're big Jack Jumpers fans. Shouts to the to the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers who are looking like they're going to make finals this year, which is pretty cool for a team uh, who are you know for first year in the league. So it's good. Before I get to that, there's a couple of people we need to thank. Firstly the cover.com.au and the podcast network that is being put together by the cover.com.au. So at the moment, you've got me, Liam, Give Him Liam podcast. You've got the Daily Dribble podcast, but there are others being added and in the process of being added as we speak. You've got Toby Canning coming back, NRL's back, first round done and dusted. So he is going to return with his column for another year and hopefully longer than that, but... At least, at least another year. We've got all kinds of stuff happening. It's going to be good. So head to the website, www.thecover.com.au. The cover, spelt as it sounds. Make sure you get there. There's stuff going up every week, multiple times a week. It's fun. We have fun. We're unfiltered. We're un, unattached. So we can say what we want. We can do what we want. If you've got a story for us, if you've got, hey, you want to come on, you want to jump on a podcast, talk talk your shit, then shout out. Send us an email. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited this week. We've got Super Rugby back, NRL's back, AFL's back, Super W, NRLW, NBL in full swing, WNBL's about to, about to shift into finals time. The UC Caps are doing their thing. I know that they Thursday night they got a little bit uh, a little bit of a workover, but that's okay. That's okay. That happens. Get that out of the way before the finals. They're going for for championship number 10. The Brumbies are doing their thing. Both the men and the women Raiders are doing their thing. Jack Whiten was incredible last week in that win over the Sharks. And I think the cool thing about that game is, is, is 12 months ago, they would have lost that game. You know, they got out to a big lead. Sharks came back. And then if we're shifting the clock back 12 months, they would have lost that game. So shouts to the Raiders. Shouts to what you're doing. And without further ado... Oh, sorry. Sorry. One more. One more company we've got to thank. Riverside. 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 Head to riverside.fm. In fact, don't head there. Head to our website. If you're thinking about buying it, thinking about starting a podcast, head there. 
click the affiliate link that is on our page now. I'm, I'm being told that it is actually up. <laughs> Head to that link and buy it because we get a kickback. The show gets a kickback. The cover gets a kickback. Everyone's happy. You get to start your podcast. Maybe you'll be part of the Cover Podcast Network. I don't know. I guess you'll have to take the plunge and find out. So finally, here it is. And mind you, this was recorded on Thursday night, so, so some, of the, some of the conversation might be a little bit out of date, not too much. But uh, here is me chopping it up with Nick Zamet, who is one-third of the Daily Dribble podcast, and you can catch them on our network, on the Covers Podcast Network, every Sunday. Tends to be Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning that they put up their show. So check them out. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Don't forget, don't forget to subscribe to that channel. And don't forget to subscribe to the Covers newsletter because that goes out every week. There is a lot of content in there that you're not going to get on the website, some insights, some cool stuff. So make sure you don't miss out on that. All right, without further ado, here is my conversation with Nick Zamet. Nick Zamet, one-third of the Daily Dribble podcast. And for the second time tonight, the listeners won't hear the first part because we couldn't get it to work. But, you know, thanks, mate. Thanks thanks for being here. Mate, technical troubles aside, I'm delighted to be here. I can't wait to talk some ball. I tell you what, <laughs> it's a good thing we've both got any hair left at this point. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's been a while in the works. So I can't wait to be here. Uh, I really thank you for having me on, Liam. Stoked to be here. Yeah, look, thanks. And, you know, I, I, I was without a guest. And I put the call out, and you put your hand up. So appreciate it, and hopefully I can I can hang with you in the in the uh, in the ball talk uh, tonight. Mate, absolutely, absolutely, no doubt about it. So look, top of the show. You know, this afternoon, uh, Steph Curry goes out with an injury. You know, they they're reporting foot soreness, um, but yeah. it di- it didn't look it didn't look good to me. It didn't look good to me for a couple of reasons. You know, the 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 play itself, as you. You know, and slow mo always makes it look tough, but the play itself wasn't great. But then yeah. you actually look at Steph's response. So he gets straight up, and then it's only when he pushed off that it seemed to really bother him. And and sometimes, yeah. you know that that lends itself, or that you know that makes it seem like it might be a little bit more sinister or a little bit more serious. Those, those kind of injuries where you do push off, especially like in basketball, hey, where it's such an explosive dynamic sport that, you know, the movements are so quick and, you know, lateral, unilateral movement, it really is, you know, just to see the discomfort he was in and, you know, just as we were speaking about in our first tried recording, it was, it was such a nothing play from Marcus Smart there. You know, you love the intensity, you love the hustle, but it's a fine line where you're kind of overstepping it for this, the sake of nothing really, which that play was. And yeah, it's yeah. horrible to see yeah. arguably one of the league's best players potentially with a pretty big cloud over his head at the minute heading towards the playoffs. Yeah, and you could you could see, you know, they showed some footage of of Kerr, you know, sort of going yeah. at going at uh, Marcus. And and you know, I, I like Marcus. I love his intensity. You know, he mean yeah. he obviously means a lot to that that Celtics group. But yeah, like the ball was going out. It was. It was. There was no two ways about it. That was a dead play, and yeah. it was just, you know, what, what really was the sake of it? Just yeah. to show that he's, you know, the, the best guy to go in. He's going to, you know, play with his heart on his sleeve on, on every play. But, you know, it was uh, there is, as we said, a fine line between stupidity and hustle, 
And I think it erred on the side of stupidity. And I really, really hope for the Warriors' sake, they've just got Draymond back. We're expecting Wiseman back, I think, on Sunday or Monday or something in their game against the Spurs, I believe it was. Mm. Um, So if it's potentially Curry out now, it really does probably derail them a little bit depending on the time timeline for return there. Yeah, well, and, you know, that team, the team doesn't look the same without Draymond. Like, yeah. so to, to get yeah. him back and, and you know, it always takes a couple of weeks to get to get back to, you know, get back to fitness, get back into the swing of things. Absolutely. But, you know, yep. with, without Steph, it, it's going to be really hard for them to come out of the east, uh, come out of the west, sorry. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. Like, both conferences this year, it's probably one of the years I've most been excited about by the NBA, like, you know, as a Lakers fan, there's not too much to be excited about. But, Sorry. you know, both conferences are just loaded. So yeah. it really is, yeah. you know, you're kind of splitting hairs trying to pick a winner in each conference. You know, the Suns are, you know, head and shoulders above. You know, you look in the East, you've got, you know, Miami on top, but there's there's other teams right there in the mix. And so, you know, the Warriors are going to have to be at 100% if they're going to make some or we'll turn some heads this playoffs. Yeah, and you, and you think, you know, you mentioned Phoenix, the Suns, like, so they're without yeah. Chris Paul at the moment, and they don't look like they've they've missed a beat. So you get a fit yeah. and healthy Chris Paul back in, who's going to give you, you know, especially late in games, he gets to that spot on the elbow and just nails it every time. Like hey, he can get there. Man, every he time. is money this year. He <laughs> is money. Him and Demar Derozan, he's cooled off a little bit in the last few weeks, but they are just they have been the most killer players in the fourth quarter. Like the way CP just controls the tempo and just. No, you wouldn't know. What is he, 36, 37 now? You, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a different animal. He's in, he's incredible. And, like, so I thought uh, must have been maybe tw- his his last year in Houston, whatever year that was, 2018, 2019. Yep. Um, like, I thought he was done. Like, honestly, yeah. I thought yep. that that was it. Then he got traded to, to OKC, and I was like, yeah, he's probably just going to finish his contract there and then retire and, and not do a whole yeah. lot. But he's just had yep. this – complete resurgence. You know, he's not he's, he's not the same, you know, 25 and 10 guy, but he still gives you 16 and 10. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's also what he does, like, in terms of a leadership perspective. You saw that OKC team was kind of almost a bit of a nothing team, and mm-hmm. he dragged them with sh- uh, SGA there as well to the playoffs, really, really took it up to Houston there. Mm. Um, you know, turn some heads and what he's done with Phoenix as well now in this in these two seasons, like he is just such a floor general. Um, and the like the level of I guess trust he's got in his teammates, it just kind of permeates through the whole squad. So they they look like a different team when he's on the court. But yeah. you know, credit to him, they're they're hanging tough without him at the minute. So mm. fair play to him. And I think that's that's the most impressive thing about him is is he does. He has the trust in the team, but he also holds them accountable. Like you look at Devin yeah. Booker and the way he's brought him along. You look at the way yeah. he he makes sure he involves DeAndre Ayton. You look at the way Absolutely. he makes sure everyone on the floor gets the shots that they want and involves them yeah. in the flow of the game and then holds them accountable on defense. Like it's, it's just so impressive. I tell you what, they're an exciting team, and I, I shudder to think who gets it. Like, they are going to be a tough, tough out this year. Mm. Um, you know, for any team that's coming out of the plane – no, well done to you. You've got out of the plane. Now you get to face the Phoenix Suns, who are going to be a 60-plus win team. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I guess at the moment, like, it could be the Lakers. 
who who unfortunately oh, don't. kept that. Don't. Get that, get don't. that terrible Sorry, I couldn't matchup. deal with it. <laughs> I tell you what, if they make it to the playoffs, I'll be stoked. That'll yeah. be a tremendous result given the way they're going. Like another another battering today to the Timberwolves. They are looking in all sorts. I just like – I just oh. – I don't get it. I, I Like I, ne- I didn't really understand that Westbrook trade when it happened. Yep. But yep. you know, and and sometimes when I sometimes when I you know sometimes when I look at it, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm overreacting. Like, you know, I, I'm a rugby guy. Like, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. And then no, you're on the money. <laughs> but no, it, you're on the money. It, don't worry, mate. Don't doubt yourself. But it doesn't make sense, right? So you look at LeBron's career historically. Yeah. You put shooters around him, and they and they're successful. Absolutely. Like that's Absolutely. what he does. He he he, he can get his shots. But he drags the defense into the key, and then he's yep. because he's such an incredible passer and has such incredible vision. He can find the open player. So why Without a doubt. why would you why would you bring in someone who just you know dribbles the air out of the ball? Yeah, and shoots absolute bricks. <laughs> like it's just incredible. And I, I'm with you. When that trade went down, I kind of thought, oh, okay, right, you know. There's a there's a world in which it works. You know, you've almost got to have yeah. him as that that kind of you know leading the second unit, yep. leading that unit, being able to control the tempo, keep the intensity up. You know, incredible passer in his own right. So find you know your Taylor Horton Tuckers and your Wayne Ellingtons in the corner, but having him play as many minutes as he is, taking as many shots as he is. You know, you've got arguably one of the two greatest players of all time on the court with you. We don't need you holding the ball. Like yeah. Just get it out of your hands. Yeah. So it's um it's been a funny, funny, uh, just a funny year. I haven't really kind of been able to process everything that's gone down, but um yeah, it's pretty bleak. It's pretty bleak given we won a title, you know, two years ago. It's been <laughs> yeah. quite a fall from grace. Yeah, and I get, you wouldn't believe it, would yeah. you? No, and I get I get the Davis thing. Like yeah. I get I get that he you know he brings a secondary scorer. You know he he plays really good defense. He stretches yep. the floor enough to to create that room, and he's still a threat from three. I, and I understand, you know, him not being there is is a is a problem. But yeah, hundred percent. the The reality is, like, you know, you 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 plonk him in there the way the team's playing right now. Like, does he really make a difference? To be honest, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I I really don't know what would actually help them. Um, to be honest, as soon as they can get to the playing, the better because they are hard to watch in the regular season at the minute. You know. Awesome seeing LeBron drop 50 on, you know, <laughs> nearly back-to-back nights. That's yeah. wicked. But, yeah. you know, outside of that, it's been uh, – it's hard viewing. It really is hard viewing. Um, so, you know, I tell you what, though, wouldn't it be some story if they somehow made the playoffs ADs back? Somehow it all just clicks. Yeah. What a story that would be. Same, yeah. how's this? If it's a Nets-Lakers final, <laughs> what well, would the odds of that be? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. If we looked at sports bet right now, we could get really good odds on that. It would be juicy. Yeah, but you know, like I guess that you know, shifting our focus a little bit to the to the east yeah. now, like yeah. the Nets are the sleeping giant in that conference, in my view. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They are. I tell you what, you know, they are going to be such. Again, it's that same problem. You know, if you're the who, who are we at the minute? The Heat, the one seed. If somehow Brooklyn finishes the eighth seed, you know, congratulations to the Heat. You get to face arguably probably the, the title favourite in the Nets. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's tough. And it's still, we're still going to consider the fact that Ben Simmons has not suited up at all yet. Um, that is a huge, huge piece to kind of reintegrate 
into what is already a pretty star-studded squad. Yeah, and you know the Kyrie the Kyrie piece is interesting yes. too because he, you know he's only playing away games at the moment. Yep, and so yep. you know I, I don't know I don't know what, you know what that looks like going into the future. Like you know do do the Nets take some of their home playoff games to you know to to Miami because take him on the road <laughs> so, he can, <laughs> so he can play all those games. Like, I you know I I don't know how that how that falls into place because I saw, yeah. you know, the the, uh, the mayor of New York sort of come out and say, well, I can't I can't do it for Kyrie and then not do it for every other New Yorker. 100%. 100%. So, but it's bizarre that he's allowed to be in the arena. Yeah. Like I, I, I just can't quite wrap my head around what's the difference with him, you know, sitting on the bench without a mask on as opposed to being on the court. It's, um, it, it's got me perplexed. And, <laughs> you know, for, like for the Nets, so like, we saw what he did the other night, dropping sixty on the Magic. Like that was, like, oh damn, yeah. look out! You and know, I, if you've got him for all your games, yeah, I don't understand. Like, you know, I I played a pretty high level of footy, and you know, I would come, like, I would come to preseason, you know, sometimes a little bit overweight and a little bit unfit, yeah. and it would yep. take me half the season to get to get right. Like he's just come back 100%. in, and he's made an immediate impact. And I get, you know, he's probably been working. You know, he's probably yep. been working with a private trainer and, and all that stuff. He's probably got a bit more money than I had when I was eating <laughs> eating my food over Christmas. But, like, it's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's inc- I tell you what, like, yeah. if he, if he, if they somehow, you know, who knows what will happen with the mandate. If they've got him for every game, you've got KD, you know, that is scary. And you, you add one of the top couple of defensive players in the league and Ben Simmons back shortly. Like and the, and the good thing, like I really believe this is the perfect spot for him. If Ben yeah. doesn't succeed in Brooklyn, he's not going to succeed anywhere. Yeah, and because I th- there is no yeah, and I think offensive having, pressure. Yeah, and I think having you know a guy like Patty Mills there, you know, a fellow 100%. Australian, another guy yeah. who's renowned for being a good leader and and is happy to bring guys along. You know, they play yep. they play different styles, but you know they they kind of play the same position, I guess. In a way, yeah. so I think yep. having him there is going to really help. Particularly, you know, and and I, I I never I never want to dismiss someone when they say they're having mental health issues. Hundred percent. And so 100%. so you know I, you do need to toe the line there because I think I think you know that that was part of it and it was clear that he wanted out of out of Philly. Yeah. But yep. I, I totally agree with you. Like like I'm I'm sitting here thinking, well, like you know, he grabs a a, a defensive board. And then takes off down the middle of the court, and he's got Kyrie and KD in either corner. Like, yep. he's either going to have an open dunk, or he's going to have an easy kick to the corner. Yep, yep. And that's you know that's kind of without counting all the shooters they've got now as well. Yeah. Like Joe Harris is still out, but Seth Curry, Patty Mills, yeah, all these different options they've got. Like, saw that what was it? They dropped 150 on the Magic the other day, <laughs> yeah. and that was after kind of taking the foot off the pedal. Yeah. You know, like that's all that's all Ben has to do. Not don't worry about jumpers, don't worry about any of it. Just do your role on the defensive end, which we know he's gonna do, and then you know, find find those players in transition, um, or just go to the bucket, just be yeah. aggressive at the rim. Yeah, and he will yeah. thrive. And you know, and like, it's, it's awesome. Like like being able to run pick and roll with him and KD, like how are you gonna stop oh, that? Like for not, real. You're not. <laughs> you are not. And to be honest, I think most teams like if they're going to play them, you've kind of almost got to say, right, well, we're not going to be able to lock these guys down. If they score 150, we've got to score 151. Like it's just going to be a track, mate, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Because like, you're not going to be able to stop them. They're going to get theirs. 
Yeah, and I, like, I really what, liked what what Steve um, Steve Nash said, you know, on the trade, and because everyone wants Ben to shoot, I get it. Everyone wants him yeah. to shoot, but Steve Nash is like, well, I don't need him to shoot. Like, exactly. If he wants to shoot, that's cool, but I don't need him to do that. Exactly, and it takes like because at the minute he would feel like he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. So, you know, just having that kind of almost alleviated off him it's uh, you know it would be doing nothing but wonders for him just having the backing of his teammates or the coach and being in a system that he can really probably look to thrive and kind of assert himself as one of those you know one of the top defensive players in the league no doubt and one of the top players in the league full stop yeah and to have you know to have you you've obviously got patty there you've got steve nash there who's you know one of the greatest at, at the one spot but then you've you know you've got Kyrie, you've got KD, like all these guys have won. You know Nash didn't win as a as a player, but all, but all these guys have won championships and been Winners. and been part yeah. of championship culture and winning culture. So yep. you know to 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 walk into that and feel like you're immediately part of the fabric of the of the team is going to be massive for him. Absolutely, I tell you what they are. You know they are going to just tear through everyone. I reckon, like if they get their, like the what the potential they've got, if it all clicks, you know the Bucks maybe, but I don't really see any team that can probably stop them if they are firing on all cylinders. I don't, I don't trust the Bucks. Just, yeah, I don't. Yep. I, yeah, I like a lot hinges on Brook Lopez. I reckon. Yeah, like if, if you've got, you know. Who have they got? They've had Bobby Portis playing centre for a lot. You've got yep. Giannis as your other big. Yeah. If they're the two you've got to match up with, your Andre Drummond, your KDs, it is dangerous. Mm. It is very, very dangerous. Yeah. So I reckon a lot is on him. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're relying on Chris Middleton every night. Oh, oh. <laughs> I tell you what, what a coin flip that guy is. Like yeah. the analogy, we use it quite a bit on our, our show as well, and I, I know a couple of other podcasts do. He really is a Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah, and totally. you don't know if you're going to get him at the top <laughs> yeah. or if you're going to get him at the bottom. And, you know, it's sometimes like the lever stops at the top and he has a real purple patch. But yeah. when it comes comes down to the bottom, you uh, you know about it, and it's, it's pretty brutal to watch. And it comes, as you say, like it comes crashing down hard and he's almost yeah. unplayable. You know, yep. maybe that's to be honest, I, I reckon Drew's their number two. Like I love yeah. Drew Holiday. I reckon he's sick on both ends of the court. Yeah. Um, I have a lot more trust in him than Middleton for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I, I liked him with that with that group at the Pelicans. Yeah. Yep. And yep. you know, that for, for a number of reasons didn't pan out. And I'm glad that, you know, he got to the Bucks and, and it was successful because to me he was he's always been a really underrated player. So so true. So yeah. true. And now he's starting to do it more like he's always been quality on the defensive end, but he's starting to show a little more on that offensive side as well, which which is what the Bucks need. Mm. Like that Giannis cannot drop 50 points every game. Well, actually he probably <laughs> he can, probably but <laughs> he, he needs some help. He needs some help. And I reckon Drew's that that second guy for sure. Yeah, but you know, you, and and you know, a call back to LeBron's fifty pointer, like it's it's awesome, but most most nights when you know most nights when guys have huge numbers, one guy has huge numbers. It's yep. it's because the team is playing poorly, and so they need to 100%. pick up the slack. So it's not yep. it's not all that often you hear about a guy having sixty points and they win, or fifty points and they win. Yeah, and yep. and as you say, you know, yeah, John, it's, he he could probably drop fifty every night if he wanted to, but I don't know how much they'd win. Well, that's the thing. Like teams are like I know they were saying kind of last year, right? You know, if you've got to average 110 points a game, 
we'll put the clamps on everyone else. We'll let that guy, Giannis, or whoever score 50 points. Yeah. And we'll just stop yeah. the other other guys getting 60 points. Like, yeah. easy. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of weigh up the risk and reward of it, don't you? So, um, I tell you what, they, they've got a lot of pressure on them, the reigning champs. <laughs> a yeah. lot of pressure. Yeah. And as I said, I don't trust them at the moment. You know, that 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 might change. My mind changes week to week. <laughs> when I look at when I look at it, but yeah, at, at the moment, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be tough. And you know, they're they're sort of sitting in that that two spot, I think, at the moment. And so yeah. you know, they're a chance yeah. to have to play the Nets early. Tell you what, how's that for a first round series? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I tell you what, yeah, and that's the thing with the East, like all the like even the Celtics as of late been on mm. fire. Philly, you know, starting to find find a bit of traction there. Like mm. all these teams. Are going to be a tough out, mm. you know. Even even you look in the play, and you know, you don't want to catch Trey Young on a night where he's cooking. Mm. You know, there, there's a lot of teams in there. It's probably the deepest the East has been in a long gee, time, really a long, long, long time. time. Yeah, a long time, which is good. Because I remember you, you kind of used to look at the East and be like, "Oh, what team's LeBron on?" Yeah, exactly. And now, yeah, exactly. As you say, there's there's a number of teams in there. Like I, I like the Heat. You know, I, re- I like what the Celtics can do to you on defense in particular. Like yep. they can just clamp you down and Dogs. and and you get into this this situation where, you know, 90 points is a win. Yep. Um, yep. Absolutely. You know, and then, yeah, we, we've spent a bit of time on the Nets. Like, it, you know, there are so many teams that can come out of the out of the East at the moment. Um, I tell you what, it's fun though, isn't it? How fun is it? Like it, you'd be a brave man to pick it at the moment. And I, I'm the same as you, as you just said, how you change your mind. Like, you know, as you mentioned, you're a rugby fan yourself. You know, I love soccer, AFL, love all the sports, but a lot of them are just on the weekends. Yeah. So you've got a whole yeah, week yeah. to kind of digest it, whereas the NBA is changing every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, mate, you look at like Denver, for example, they had like six six games in nine days or whatever. And by the, yep. you know, by the end of it, they just looked, they looked cooked. Um, yeah, but you know, you as yeah, you you get you know three games a week, two games a week, from everyone changes so quickly, <laughs> yeah. so so quickly. Yeah, I tell you what, it's 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 awesome. Like as a like a podcaster and you know creating content and content and whatever else, there's never a dull moment. Like you've always got something to speak about. Yeah, like it's yeah. Um, you don't have to force stuff too much, which is good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know like. The the, thi- the the thing I'm watching pretty closely at the moment, um, you know, just as someone who has a, has an interest in in this, is we've had like we've had this massive, we've had this plethora of talent in the NBA for a while now, and we've had you know some pretty clear sort of um, stalwarts, you know, guardians of the yep. game, you know, your LeBrons, Chris Paul, um, you know, Giannis is 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 up in that up in that echelon, and you know, particularly for for LeBron, like. You know, thirty-seven. He's starting to. He's starting to already think about you know life after basketball. Yeah. And then we've got yep. this, we've got this other crop now coming through. You know, Ja Morant is one that I'm watching really closely. Oh. Like, to be honest, he scares me from a like he's, health and safety perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like the way he goes. We, we to spoke the about this last year. Yeah. The way he like, goes to he's the hoop. Got... Oh man. It, it kind of it reminds you me. You kind of, of shudder every time, don't you? Yeah, it reminds me a bit of yeah. of sort of peak Rose, like 2011 Derek Rose before he. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to make that comparison because I don't want to. You know, I don't. I don't want what happened to Derek to happen to Jar. But 
he's yeah. that kind of athlete. And he's on that same trajectory too, isn't he? Like, yeah. you know, MVP-wise and accolades-wise, he is um, – like, I tell you what, he's the most must-watch player in the league. Like, you cannot take your eyes off him. Mm. And we spoke about it a little more last season as he kind of was starting to make his ascendancy. But, you know, each time he goes up, you kind of, oh, Yeah, kinda, I, honestly, almost. I wince. I do. You do? Yeah. You do. <laughs> and it's, um, I tell you what, he's he just plays without fear. Um, and it's awesome to see just the developments in his game. Like, this season, like, his three-point stroke come along, the playmaking's continuing, like his his ability on the defensive boards as well. He's actually really evolving his game into such a well-rounded player. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's awesome, as you said, like those players like your Lucas, your Jars, all these players who are kind of that next wave of talent. It's mm. good to see that once the LeBrons fade away, there's people who are going to take up that mantle. Mm. And, um, yeah, I tell you what, I like I've kind of been – a bit of a pessimist on the uh, on the Grizzlies for the probably the past season or two. Yeah, and it's only been in the last couple of months that I've kind of thought, oh, okay, I yeah. I might have mucked up here. They are the business. <laughs> they're so just, fun they're to watch. so fun to watch. Like, and yeah. and and you know, I, I've I'm a league pass guy. I've always had league pass, and they were always a team that I liked to watch. You know, even when yeah. they were not winning, just because they were fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and the characters they've got, like it's, mm. you know, Jar's no doubt the standout guy, but some of the players they've got now, like Stephen Adams does his – I love, to be honest, Desmond Bain. Yeah, yeah. That guy is yeah, built like cool. a Mack yeah. truck. His guns, <laughs> he is rock solid. Yeah. But, like, they've got so many blokes who they just do it by committee. Mm. It's, um, they're fun, and it's awesome that they're going to be a team for the next decade mm. with how young they all – like, I think uh, – I think it's – Kyle Anderson and Stephen Adams are the only two players 27 or above or something of the yeah, kind I think so. I think I read that as well, yeah. which is really yeah, impressive. So, and scary for the league. Yeah. Yeah, well it's kind yeah. of yeah, I hate to make all comparisons, but it's kind of like the, you know, the Westbrook Harden Durant, you know, when early early part yeah. of their career when they, you know, when you had Harden coming off the bench running the second unit and yep. like you know that that was another trade that baffled me back 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 when, but <laughs> but you yes. know it, it, it's reminiscent of that where they kind of, um, you know, they, I I don't think anyone would say that they expected this from Memphis this year, so yep. you know they they've probably outperformed everyone's expectation and and a, and a large 100%. a large part of that is because of what Jar's doing and if he continues yep. on that trajectory, you know. Um, we know what Adams gives us. If Bain continues, you know, to, continues to improve, like we could, we could be talking about them as you know perennial uh, championship contenders every year. Absolutely, yep. And like I, I kind of tried to push it aside for so long, but they really are in that category now. Like they are really, even this season. Like keep using that term, a tough out. They are going to be tough because you know with that kind of that young fire in their bellies. They're just going to play so hard every single game, um, yeah, and with and, that intensity, athleticism that uh, they've got. Yeah, and I think that you know, like, what do they have to lose? Everyone, everyone is kind of talking about how they've outperformed and whatever. So, exactly. like, like if they, you know, if they go out in seven games in the first round, like the fans are happy, the media's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully yep. Jar and 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 the guys aren't happy, but but then you know, if they if they make the conference finals, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. That then then it's a huge media story again, and that, but then the pressure then gets lumped on them the following year. You know, you look at exactly. You look at um, the Hawks as an example of that. You know, really outperformed <laughs> in the playoffs, and now, yeah, they're 
Yeah, they're battling. They're stuttering, aren't they? <laughs> they are really faltering. It's a shame because I had such high hopes for them this season and it's just, you know, fizzled out pretty pretty quickly. Well, like a shooting star. Yeah, I loved that. Like I loved Trey Young's performance against yeah. the Knicks. Like I just loved that he yeah. was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm the villain. Let's go. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, the league needs it, don't they? Yeah. And he just embraced it. It's like, cool. I'll I'll, I'll take this role and I'll run with it. And yeah. it just spurred him on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I talk, you know, I'm a professional wrestling fan from back in the yeah, day. And so yeah. you just have. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, you know, the, the, yeah. the heels and faces and, and you know, the, yeah. the heel turn sometimes, you know, is more, Makes is more fun. It's so much more fun than, the, than the face turn. So. Being the bad guy is, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. being the bad guy, getting booed, you know, everyone, if you're the good guy, everyone will eventually turn on you. If you're the good guy long enough, they'll turn on you. So yeah. you may as well just embrace being a heel. Yeah, well, it's, fun- it's funny, like, you know, LeBron really battled with it when he went to Miami. He just wanted everyone. Yeah. He still wanted everyone to like him. He, he, he was still the king. He should have turned yeah. around and, and called himself the dictator or something and just been like, <laughs> you know, fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'm the man, and yeah. I'm going to run with it. Absolutely, yeah. how good would that have been to yeah. say? That were, you know, and and you know, they were all that you know the media were already talking about the Mi- the Miami Heat being you know this like you know the dark the force that's dark side of the force yeah. or whatever. They should have just run yeah. with that. They should have just really lent into the the heel turn. It would have been so much more fun. To be honest, I reckon they would probably would have stayed together longer. Yeah. They just decided to all be dicks. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, you know, if I go somewhere else, I'm not going to get to have this much fun and just really embrace it. I yeah. reckon they would have stayed together longer. Yeah. And it would have been way more entertaining too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I 100% agree with that. And, you know, like, I guess back back to, you know, looking at, at some of the next stars, like they're littered everywhere. Yeah. You know, I really like what Cade Cunningham's doing um, oh. with the – with the uh with the Pistons, I really like yep. I really like the Giddy SGA um combo at, at OKC. Like absolutely, and and that yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. That is going to be fun. Yeah, and even like, um you know Jalen Suggs with with yep. um with the Magic, like he's he's looking magic. like he he could be. You know he could be he could be fun too, and and Garland Darius Garland, like he's, he's and I'm loving good. the Cavs. Yeah. I'm loving the Cavs this year. Like, I know they've had a, a rough probably last month or two, but you look at what they're doing. Like, Garland is a stud. Yeah. That guy is yeah. wicked. What Mobley's doing as well, you know. The, the big piece that kind of excites me is they've got that big trade chip of Colin Sexton. Yeah. You know, what could they get for him still? Because, you know, I don't think he's part of their future. Just the disharmony we saw last season and whatever else. And Garland's established himself as that lead ball handler. Mm. You know, what can they get to bring in? You know, you've got Levert now, you've got Kevin Love, who's had a phenomenal season. Um, put him with Jared Allen. Like that is a core that's gonna really cause some trouble there. Maybe one or two pieces away from being legit contenders. But mm. um, yeah, Garland's he's been so, so impressive. Do you do you think LeBron's looking back in Cleveland going, oh, that would be fun. Well, I, t- I tell you what, I, I would be surprised if he wasn't. And how I, uh, it's, it's a weird one though because they've got such a good thing as it is yeah. at the minute. Yeah, like you don't want to almost ruin that. Yeah. But because um, I, I, I tell think you what, he, he probably he'd, is shaking his head. Yeah, I think he'd be hard to play with because all yeah. of all of a yeah. sudden you go from you know what's working to all right, we're running through LeBron now. 
this LeBron exactly team. Garland, who's been so in control, doing such awesome things on on the offensive end, is just going to get all the ball sucked out of his hands. Um, and just like while he's in such like a few of these players in such a growth phase, having that kind of stunted mm. um, for for what really for what maybe one one year, two years at yeah. max, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's it's a lot to sacrifice I often, for a team that's on the rise. Yeah, I often wonder about you know when LeBron when LeBron went back to Cleveland the fir- the first time or, or sorry yeah. after after Miami and Wiggins yep. was on the team, yeah. and then, and then you look at what Wiggins is doing now with with the Warriors All Star Wiggins All Star starter Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, but so God, who would have thought you'd ever say that? Oh, I know, but you know, is there a world where like LeBron comes to Cleveland and Wiggins is Warriors Wiggins from day dot because he's not, yeah. you know, he's not touted as the as the next guy or the you know the next LeBron, the next Michael Jordan, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's he's option three because he's got Kyrie and yep. and, uh, and LeBron. Yeah, well, a hundred percent, and it's it's such a big kind of what if moment, isn't it? Because mm. it's you know some people are made under pressure, like we said, diamonds are made under pressure, and some people can hack that pressure of having LeBron or whatever the case, but some aren't built for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be an awesome just bit of a time travel moment to go back and see what it would have been like. Um, hats off to Wiggins though this season, you know, who would have ever, ever picked he would be an all-star starter for the Golden State Warriors. Like that's, um, that's uh, I tell you what, if someone had said that to me at the start of the season, I would have laughed in their faces, like <laughs> gave, giving it no chance. But um yeah, it's awesome for him. It's awesome for him to see him really start to establish himself in the league like as a really formidable player. Yeah, and it's cool to see that, you know, maybe he's not 100% of what he was touted to be, but he's unlocked, yep. you know, his potential or, or you know, 95% of, of what we think he could be. Like he's still a great athlete. He's now playing pretty good defense. You know, he does, And that's the big thing, isn't it? Yeah, he, that's the big thing with where he's at now in Golden State. Like he's got to be able to do it on that end of the floor because you've got, you know, so many incredible offensive talents as it is in, in Clay and Steph and whatever else. But, you know, he's really got to do his job on that end, which he is, which is awesome. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it. I always like when you see, you know, like these redemption stories. I think he, he was yeah. always hard done by in in uh, Minnesota because, you know, the, yep. the weight of, of that team was on his shoulders and, and you know, it didn't, it didn't pan out that way. And that, that team is, you know, still still trying to trying to get to where they where they want to get to. Um, get, getting there slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. Getting, yeah. Uh, and just speaking of players to watch, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. That guy's wicked as well just with that, that nuclear a- athleticism. Yeah. Oof. And he, you know, man's he, got hops. Yeah, he's another guy that I wince at when he goes to the. Yeah, because yeah. again, it, like, no fear. It's just like get out of my way or get in my way. I'll just jump over you. I tell you what, if you put those two, and in five years you just put a mixtape together of each of them, their best highlight moments, they would be up there. I reckon with like the all time kind mm. of dunks and mixtape talent yeah, in, because they are phenomenal. Dunks. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. No, it's unreal. It is unreal to see them do their thing. That one Edwards had on Wantanabe on the Raptors is like oh, <laughs> some of them you just got to shudder at. Like you know, you want to go up and contest every ball on the defensive end, but sometimes you just got to say, "All right, you have it. I'll move out of the way for this one." You yeah. just got to put your hand up and say, yeah. "All right, this ain't my night." So I, I played uh, I played high school basketball basketball at my high school and and uh, there was this guy. 
I, I couldn't tell you what his name was, but our competition wasn't very good. But there was one guy in our league who could dunk. And like yeah. it was a well-known fact that he could dunk. And yep. um, and he he wasn't super tall. He was maybe like six foot three, six foot four. So a proper yep. proper good athlete. Yeah. And um, yeah. my lasting memory of playing on that team is <laughs> hit. So like we missed a three. He got the ball on the perimeter, like perimeter rebound. Took off down the right hand side of the court, and I sort of <laughs> took off down the middle. And I looked around, and I was like, "There's no one." There's no one I'm here. I'm, I'm gonna have to go up and contest this, and just <laughs> all in my face, like, and you know, like, <laughs> like high school basketball. And you got to do it too, don't yeah. you? You got to go up. You know, like you gotta high, do high school basketball game. There's maybe 40 people in the gym, but I swear it yeah. sounded like there were 30 people just going, 30,000 people just going nuts because <laughs> this guy just dunked on me. <laughs> Tell you what, some of them are almost career enders, isn't it? Yeah, high school, yeah. So. Yeah, this isn't the sport for me. Let's go. Try Honestly, I just wanted to walk off the court. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> Did he give it to you? Did he let you know about nah, it? Or was he... Nah, he was good about it. He was like, "Yeah, he, he's he, like, I know I'm pretty good. I won't. Yeah. I don't need to say anything." He recognised yeah. that he'd embarrassed me in front of my in front of my family, and my girlfriend enough. So, <laughs> fair play to him. Then that's all right. Then <laughs> nothing worse than if they turn into a real dick and let you have it. It's <laughs> yeah. Like you've already, you've already come pulled on, down bro. My pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who who do you like? Who do you like in the MVP race at the moment? Like, there's there's a few there's a few names getting tossed around, and again, for me, this changes every week. But who yeah. like if you were to if you were to wave your your or look into your crystal ball and go and and look into the into the future when they name it, who who's your guy right now? So I reckon there's a pretty clear top three. You've got Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. Yeah. Uh, from that, I think it's. Like if it's incredible. You look at the numbers Giannis has put up. Even you look four or five, like Ja Morant, DeRozan, all nearly MVP seasons in any other given year in their own yeah. right. But I think um, Jokic and Embiid have separated a little bit. Mm. Uh, from there, I tell you what, it's really going to come down to the last few games. I think it's splitting hairs, but I will say uh, it's, it's hard because I, I – I'm leaning towards Jokic, but I think just because of the narrative side of it, the fact he hasn't won one, I will say Embiid. Yeah, and I, um, I, 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 and it's hard. Yeah, it is, and but I agree with that. And you know, it's pretty well documented that the voters get like fatigue. So yep. you know, as you say, Jokic has won one. Giannis has already won one. Like, yeah, yep. like. They get fatigued, and so they look for because because they're all media members, or most of them are media well, that's members it. too. So they're they're that's looking it. for new angles, they're looking for new ways, and and it, like that that's not to say that Joel doesn't deserve it because he's been yeah. he's been incredible. You know, on a team that's faced a lot of adversity front end of the yep. year with with all the Simmons stuff, and and it's, uh, you know uh, uh, under the microscope now after the Harden trade, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which we can talk about in a sec, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think, I think he he gets it, particularly if the if the Sixers can sort of stay in that two or three spot. Well, that's the big the big kind of little point on it. I think. Yeah. I think I saw today. Um, you know, Denver currently sits sixth. Mm. I th- uh, with the Mavs win today, I think they're two games back a fourth yeah. for the Mavs there. Yeah, if they can somehow will themselves into home court, get up to fourth. And if if the Sixers maybe drop a game or two, I think that's the big point. Yeah, you know because you know 
Jokic will get a lot of love just for the fact he hasn't had Murray, he hasn't had Porter Jr., and he's really carried this team by himself, like unequivocally done it by himself. His mm. second best player would have been Will Barton, you'd say. So, yeah. yep. you know, he gets he gets big, big points for that. Um, you know, for as good as Embiid's been, he's had a bit more, he's had more help. He's absolutely had more help. Um, but yeah, if if they drop a couple of games, Denver win a couple. You know, if they're around that same position, it kind of almost put the line through that factor mm. because I think even though their win totals are pretty similar, the fact that Philly are higher, mm. Embiid's getting a bit of a bump for. Yeah. Um, so I think if they can kind of close the gap on that front, I, I think Jokic absolutely is well and truly in it, and it helped the other day that they they beat Philly. I think. Yeah. Both had massive games, and they kind of cancelled each other out in the in a box score perspective. But the fact that the Nuggets won, um, and as we said, Jokic did it by himself. You know, Embiid got Harden. He's got Tobias Harris. You know, I think he gets big points for that. Do we, would you be worried at the moment if you're a Sixers fan? I I would be. I would be. And I would just for the pure fact, I read a bit of an article today and it kind of broke down uh, Harden's, I guess, kind of playoff failures and yeah, I guess yeah. his big moment failures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, just from what we've seen, you know, he's had a couple of good games in Philly, but they've all been done with a real lack of intensity. Yeah. So, and that that is concerning. Yeah. That is concerning. Um, and it, yeah, I, I just don't know how it's going to all mesh together in a playoff series. Yeah, because I because um, I look at him and I'm like, and I kind of think, you know, he he's not he's not in he's not in James Harden MVP shape in terms of his body. That's it. So, and he, yep. he doesn't seem to be able, he doesn't seem to be as quick. He doesn't seem to be able to get to the hoop as easily as he, as he used 100%. to. The other, I guess the other thing that concerns me a little bit is, you know, the, the way that the games are officiated, he's getting less calls than he used to. And that was such a big thing, wasn't it? Like yeah. his MVP season and, you know, the last couple of years for both him and Embiid, Embiid's still getting quite a few calls, but Harden, yeah, just the way it is being called now. Yeah. And, like, it, it's incredible because he's arguably one of the best scorers of the 21st century, but you just wouldn't know it at the minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a real kind of change in shift, I guess, for him being almost more of a playmaker now, mm. as we saw with his time in Brooklyn. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't – I have a lot more faith in other teams. I think if you're a Philly fan – your ceiling's very, very high, like title for sure. Yeah. Like there is that scope yeah. there with the way Embiid's playing. Um, but, you know, the floor, given the other teams, is also low. It could be a first-round exit potentially. Yeah, because I, so, I think they gave up a lot in that in that trade. Like, you know, you you look at Seth Curry and how, how yep. you know, how important he is now to the Nets. You know, I think he dropped. And Andre Drummond. Yeah, and Drummond. Drummond is that the other was big a one. Big yeah. piece because, you know, in the playoffs – and B, you don't want to be banging with all these big boys, you know, all game, every game. So for him to come in and be able to, you know, step onto a Giannis or step onto a whoever else was such a big plus for them. Yeah, and that um, and that was the thing. He just he took, you know, he took fifteen to twenty minutes away that 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 Embiid yep. didn't have to carry the defensive load, didn't have to get get boards, didn't have to That's play it. to play elite defense. You know, he held yep. held it down for him so that he could get a rest. He could, you know, and and. And yeah, like it's it, it. It was a big deal. I will say, I do give them points though, because it looked like it could potentially be a maxi or a thiebol in the package. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact they didn't have to give up either of them. Yeah, particularly I w- I maxi. Have, I wouldn't have given up. 
I wouldn't have given up Maxi, no. and I wouldn't have given no, up Thibault. I think, yep. I think Thibault, you know, we know what he can do defensively, and I think hundred oh, percent. I think he, you know, his his game continues to evolve offensively too. Like he clearly and he showed flashes work. with the at the Olympics with the Boomers there, yeah. like. Yeah. You know, it hasn't quite clicked this season with Philly, but he has shown that potential. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, it, it was a big, it was a, uh, it's just a massive trade that went down. Trying to wrap your head around all the moving pieces, <laughs> but I like they didn't have to get rid of either of them. And yeah. likewise, the grief they had said, right, we'll give you, you know, Simmons and Maxi. I think it probably would have been a no deal because, like, he is really the third star now. Mm. Like, I, I've, I am, and have been for a very long time, very low on Tobias Harris. Yeah. The size of that guy's contract, it is borderline <laughs> criminal what he's doing to that franchise. Um, but Matt, he yeah, should, Max he should play famous. with that balaclava on. He should. <laughs> he should, man. He absolutely should. It's, it's just ridiculous what he's getting paid yeah. to be a, a mediocre to good player. Like, that is top-level superstar money. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, yes, he can. He has the ability to drop 30 points. And yep. get eight eight boards and some assists and and play good defense, but he he can't do it every night. No, you no. know it's he, like a it's a bit of a flash in the pan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah. like you hope that that maybe he gives you, you know, it, one of those games like late in a playoff series, like that that would yeah. be icing on the cake. But as you say, to to be hamstrung so much by that contract for such a yeah, you know, yeah, you know, us saying he's a mediocre player, but he is. He's a mediocre player. He is yeah, and slightly above he's average. Really, he's slightly above average. That's fair. <laughs> and, and I guess it is hard as well because his roles ch- like chopped and changed a lot between being, you know, a number two star to being, you know, arguably probably now the number four star and yeah. all the different kind of little aspects and changes he's had to go throughout the franchise. You know, I I, I, ha- I can't really sympathise with a guy making 40-plus million a year, but I kind of understand it's... Um, there has been certain elements to it that might have impacted his his progression. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the the point is that you just made. You know, he is a guy who could. You know, if if Embiid's getting double teamed and Harden and Maxi is shut down, he's a capable guy to throw it to with a couple of seconds remaining. So it is it is a big plus to have. Mm. Yeah. But I, I just he, think he, he, we could eat our words in a in yeah, a month or two. He yeah, could yeah. be the absolute <laughs> hero for Philly here. Yeah, he wins the finals MVP, averages oh. thirty two and ten a game. Ten a oh, game. quit it! <laughs> oh, stop it! Imagine that. You <laughs> what? Soundbite this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll use this as a clip. We'll put this up on yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, yeah, I yeah I I am worried about Philly and and yeah, yeah the the. Like there's a really there's a we've got a small sample you know so far but there's and that's a, it there's a really short period now for them to figure it out for Harden and yeah. and particularly the Harden and, and Embiid thing um, to work it out. You and just it, want to seem like even against a Orlando or a game in the middle of March, just while it's new and they're trying to figure it out, while the fans yeah. are on his side before they turn because they like that is a ruthless, Brutal. ruthless fan base there. Brutal. So he needs to get them on his side and just, you know, play a couple of games with a bit of intensity. You yeah. know, they're in a pretty good spot now. I reckon Doc would be happy to kind of rest him and Embiid alternately. Mm. Um, but just the games you're playing, just play with a bit of heart, play with a bit of soul and actually show the fans that there is reason for optimism Yeah, because it, it's 
And I think the other yeah. thing you can't you can't count out yeah. too is he's quit on two teams in 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 a year. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yep. And it's um, you know, like as we just said, this fan base. If you are any sign of weakness, no, not many players. Embiid's done it. He weathered the storm like he was getting booed out of the building just about, and he turned it around. Mm. But there's not many players that can kind of rise above that that level of adversity. Mm. Um, it's going to make you or break you. And you know, we've seen Harden break you know two franchises as you said in a year. There's a lot of a lot of expectation because both those franchises he asked to be traded to. Yep. And is now asked to leave. Yeah. And um, I I, lo- I loved how you know when when there, all this was happening he was like he was like no no Philly was always my preferred destination. Yeah. It's like, no, the it ultimate strategist. <laughs> yeah. You like, wanted he, he's to go playing, to Brooklyn. Um, yeah. What are we doing? We're playing checkers and he's playing checkers. Yeah. Isn't yeah. He? He's thinking <laughs> three moves ahead. Clever guy. He, mate, he just wants to he just wants to party. He does not look like he wants to play bowl. Yeah. He just wants to be hanging with the boys, little baby, Jack Harlow, the rest of the crew, you know, glitz and glam. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. This is a po- getting to the pointy end of the season and the care factor's not there. It's frustrating to watch because as we said, they're sealing. Is is a title? Yeah, is a title, and for and a guy should, who hasn't won the, one yet, yeah, that should be the expectation. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yep. and and as you 100%. say, he hasn't won a title. Like that should be that should be enough. Like you've done everything else, and you've got close before, and there's this narrative that you go missing in the playoffs. Like you, sh- yeah. he should be using all of that as fuel to just to to make. And it that's happen. what really the separation point isn't it between the good, the great, and then the you know. The all-time greats, and that's yep. like he, as you said, he's done it all: scoring champion, MVP. You know the accolades go on and on and on for him, but that's the one bit that's eluding him at the minute, and it's mm. the biggest piece. Mm. Yeah, it's the biggest you know, at legacy the end of the piece. Day, that is the one. Yeah, that is the one that you want. Well, and you know, it, it like when it when you you know, it's obviously hard to compare eras, but you know, I've had so many of these: who's Kobe, LeBron, um, Bill Russell, you know, Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar, Magic. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, like who's the best? And you know, it's it, yeah. it's sort of clear. But ultimately, the 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 Michael Jordan, LeBron piece, it comes down to the championships. That's usually the tiebreaker. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why he's he's just not regarded in that upper echelon, is he? Because no. that he just he just hasn't been able to perform. He's got that tendency to go missing, and this. Is really there's pro- he's probably not going to get any better point. You know he's getting older now into his thirties. Yeah, there's probably not going to be any better time to win a title. Yep. You know Embiid's had health issues in the past. Who's to say he's going to stay fit next season? You know he's got new. You know all the momentum on his side. I think this is the best time he's ever going to have at a title. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And you know, I I enjoy a guy who who enjoys the aftermatch function. As as much as the next, but you know when Max. when you talk yeah. when you're talking about a guy who's getting paid, you know, be close to forty million dollars. Like, yeah. come on, bro, take it seriously, please. Isn't it crazy? Like, isn't it crazy? Just like this is their job. Like, it's a, it's essentially like if you go to work pissed, almost like this is their <laughs> job. But they're just the difference is they're getting paid just millions upon millions upon millions more. And yet they can't take it seriously. You get, you get to play a game for a living. Like your job Us. is to show up, practice hard, lift hard, play Shoot some hard. hopes. Like how good would Crazy. that be? Imagine that. Imagine being able like to say, 
Oh, well, Liam, what do you do for a living? Oh, I, I play hoops every day. With, Man, with, uh, just, with 15 of my best friends. Exactly. Like you would, ch- I would chop off my left nut to be a Definitely. professional athlete, like 100%. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, you got two, so it's all good. But it's, um, it's just, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. I hope for him, though. Like, I, I know a couple of Philly supporters. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they're kind of on shaky ground as well. They're like, they're kind of biting their tongue between being really up and about and excited about it, or you know, if they're kind of almost preparing to for excuses when yeah. they fail. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as we said, you know, the East, getting out of the East is going to be a battle in its own right. So, you know, there's there's no easy matchups. No. You know, bar at the minute, I think you know certain teams are targeting, you know, that that third seed just to hopefully play the Cavs in the first round. Yeah. Um, but even still, like there is no easy beats in that conference. But you know, and we spoke about it a little bit before. Like the the Cavs are uh, young enough and dumb enough that nothing's going to scare them. And and exactly, you know, they've got they've got obviously Kevin Love on that team too, who's who's been there. He's he's done it. So you know, it, yeah. for him, it's sort of like whatever. Like let's let, let's do it. Like I'll I'll, I'll yep. fall in with you guys. So I yep. I totally agree with you. Like. You know, every year there's always one team that outperforms, and and if yep. you're if you're one of the top four seeds, you know, usually it's it's you that gets gets toppled. Yeah, it gets punked. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I tell you what, watch this space. I, I can't wait the playoffs. You know, it's it's kind of I'm almost happy for the fact that I've almost written the Lakers off um, <laughs> because it actually means it means I can actually enjoy and put all my efforts into all the other series, you know, as not being a fan, just a fan of a team, but being a fan of the game. Um, yeah, well, so I'm it, super excited. It's funny you mentioned that because I, I get I get crap for this all the time from from my friends. But so I, I don't support a team. I have team yep. I have teams that I like, but I just like the game. I like to watch the game. And I, Absolutely. And, I, and I always said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll support whoever I go and watch first. And so my first ever NBA game was the Lakers v. the Celtics at, at the Staples Center, which was oh. incredible. Um, what, a, what a first game to go to. Yeah, How's that? Yeah. And it, so 2019, and so we had these seats like way, way up in the, in the upper echelon. The nosebleed. Yeah, and we saw – so I sort of spotted this row – of seats that were maybe four or five back from half court. And I spotted them. They were empty. And so they'd been empty for the first two quarters. And I was like, we got to go. We got to go. We got, we're on. Yeah. So we got a quarter and a half in those seats before some rich kid kicked us out of his seats. But it was amazing. Like, so like, so that, and then then the next game I went to was uh, Phoenix and Chicago when both of those teams were terrible. But yeah, you know, I, <laughs> a fall I, from grace. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just decided, and and you know, for for the reason you just mentioned, it allows me to just enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah, watch the playoffs yep. for what it is, and you know, I'm so excited about the playoffs because I don't think there's going to be any four four nil series. I think yeah, every no, series no, no. is going to go, you know, probably six games at at a minimum, yep. you know, six or seven games, and I think there's going to be. Agree. There's so many games that are going to be decided. You know, there's going to be buzzer beaters. There's going to be, you know, two-point games. There's going to be controversial calls. Like, there's going to be no dead Absolutely. rubbers, which I'm really pumped about. Well, who's, who's your pick as champion? Who's your pick to raise the trophy at this point? Oh, I, I like Phoenix. Yeah. I think – but I think – I think the Warriors at full strength, you know, and, and everyone peaking, I just – I don't see anyone being able to beat them. 
And yep. then, like, I, I'd like, again, I like the Nets if they're, if, if they've got all yeah. their guys. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, yeah. I, you know, then maybe it's a safe pick, but I will, I will say the, the Suns, because I think sometimes you've got to lose one to, to learn how to win one. So, so, so true. So yeah. true. And just, you know, that chip on the shoulder they'll play with, you know, you saw Devin Booker after their, their series lost to the Bucks there, and it was just like looking up, damn. Yeah, but like it's yeah. kind of that you know I'll be back. Yeah, and, I'll I, be back. and I think if they can come out of the West, I think they win. I, I, yeah, I'm not discounting the East, but I think if they go through all that adversity to come out of the West, I don't think they're gonna, like I don't think Booker, Aiton, um, and and Paul are going to let them walk away yep. empty-handed again. Yeah, I'm. I'm I tell you. Uh, yeah, it changes every day, doesn't it? Yeah. I before today, before today's events that transpired with Curry, yeah, I was gonna, I was saying the Warriors, yeah, um, like I think just as you said, when they're at full strength, with the ability they've got to just absolutely put a game away from three, you know, they've got defensive minded players now with Draymond Green back, Andrew Wiggins, Wiseman can hopefully when he makes his return, he's yeah. got got you know ten to fifteen games to hopefully make a bit of an impact yeah. for the playoffs. But you know he's obviously talented. Like he was a top pick, he is top draft yep, pick. Exactly. He, he's we, getting discounted very, very early here. Yeah. So yeah. it's um, I, I think them. I just think if they're at full strength, you know they've had a couple of years, especially Clay, for a guy who's missed that much time. They're going to rally behind him. They want to get back to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Um. And this for this core, you know, they've probably got another one or two cracks at it, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but like this is a really. Almost not last roll of the dice, but one of the last rolls of the dice. So um, I'll say the Warriors at the minute. I think they've got the ability to just smoke everyone and I, if and they're I, fit and firing. Yeah, them. and I think if they get another one, then you start having the conversation around them being one of the greatest groups ever, you know, in terms yeah. of longevity of success. You know, no one's going to touch those 90s bulls, and we know that. Yep. So let's just put them in their yep. own category. But They're in their own one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry about them. They're gone. <laughs> But like, and it is like, and they've just, they've had to kind of, you know, you know, you look at those injuries that happened with KD when he was there, you Mm. know, Clay, Steph, all these blokes who have suffered all these injuries, they could really, you know, have won another couple of titles. If everything felt, you know, they've they've probably almost been hard done by. Yeah. Even given all their success. Because I think, you know, Um, if, if Durant doesn't get injured, they'd probably win that Toronto one. Yep, I think so. And they potentially run it back then as well. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. You know, that could be a, like a big turning point, you know, mm. for all the fallout between Draymond and KD. Nothing's going to band-aid it better than the title. Winning fixes everything. Absolutely it does. <laughs> Absolutely it does. So, you know, it could be a very different conversation if they win another one. You know, who knows how that would have all played out. It's like the butterfly effect. But, um, yeah, I tell you what, another title and they are right, right, right up there. Yeah. Agreed. And on that note, and same too with Curry as well. Like yeah. he's he's starting to gain some traction in that talk. It's crazy that you know I, he only surpassed twenty thousand points the other day. Yeah, I thought he had more than that, but yeah. um, he you know with his accolades, with the way he's kind of revolutionised the game, he's getting into that you know that top ten to fifteen of all time talk for well, sure. And I think you know he's he's another guy who's kind of transcended the sport. There are so many people exactly. who know who he yep. is who aren't yep. basketball fans. And so, you know, mate, absolutely. When, when you look at, when you look at, you know, players who have had the biggest impact 
uh, on basketball. You know, Jordan's in that conversation. Iverson's in that conversation. And yeah. I think you're right. I think Steph Curry is now starting starting to encroach on that. And, you know, yeah. I think the, the special thing about him is he, he probably could have way more points than he has. He's just so unselfish. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And it's, you know, the way he kind of, you know, MVP took mm. the back seat almost when KD was there. You know, that that takes a big, big guy to do that. When you know you're that good that you can carry a team, but you're like, all right, I'll I'll step aside for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that takes a phenomenal, not only player, but a phenomenal human being because, you know, for the most part, humans are pretty selfish. <laughs> like, yeah, if there's yeah. a chance for glitz and glamour and glory, they're going to take it nine times out of ten. So for him to do that, for the good of the team was, um, you know, fair play to him. One, one of my favourite stories, it's actually a Clay story, but when they were pitching KD on, you know, come, come and play with us, they were talking, you know, Clay was getting really excited about, you know, you're going to get, like, you got Steph and Draymond's going to kick you the ball and you're going to get all these open shots. And then he just, like, looked at him and he's like, man, I'm going to get so many open shots. <laughs> <laughs> And like that team, isn't it crazy to think like that was actually a team with just Steph the, Curry, the, Clay Thompson, yeah. Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Iguodala? What a ridiculous, ridiculous team! But just the cap, like it just the, the cap oh. just blew out. I can't even remember the figure, but it just blew out. And Tyler Johnson was earning twenty million a year. I know, I know. Like money's no object, is it? Like yeah, that's it's kind of like is um, Tyler that Johnson one still that, in the league? Oh. Is he? I'll I'd look, have to I'll, check that. I couldn't do. Yeah, I'll look it up. But, but he, like, yeah, you know, he was a role player at best, and he just earned all this money because they had it. Tyler, Mate, I love some of those stories. These players who, you know, what, what is it? What's the saying? Like, you never, you never make a promise when you're happy. You never yeah. have a whatever else. You, you kind of, I think you know where I'm going, but. It's like they must have all had a really good day in the front office and said, right, we'll give this guy the absolute bag for, for doing nothing. Yeah, so he's on the Spurs. Um, he's on the Spurs right now, and he's played three games. Going. He's played three yeah, games right. all year. Wicked. <laughs> and probably still getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal. <laughs> but it's like I love the one for the Lakers. They had um, – I think he might have come off last year, or maybe it's this season he comes off the books, but Luol Deng. Yeah, like yeah, has yeah. not been in, in the league for years. Yeah, but was just getting a truckload. Like even the other year, he was like our third highest paid player or something stupid. Crazy. Yeah, because they deferred all that money, didn't they? To the to yeah, the, that's to, it. Just yeah. extended it out. Tell you what, that's not bad, <laughs> is it? Sitting at home on your couch and you're still raking in six, seven million a year. Yeah, well, I read Beautiful. one. I read one the other day. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. He's still getting paid by the Cincinnati Reds baseball. He's still getting paid like yeah. four, four million a year. Because he signed a he signed a ten year contract and he retired a year early, so they deferred. Yeah, for, they deferred the bat. You know, the last thirty million over ten years or whatever, or for forty million yep. over ten years. So yeah, he's still getting paid. Poor thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard life, isn't it? It's a hard life. Yeah. Tell you what. Right. And here, here are you and I trying to struggle with the yeah, technical try, issues. Trying to struggle with 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 lining up audio and video and oh, what a time. Unreal. Anyway, mate, I, I really appreciated this. I really enjoyed this. This was fun. Yeah, I've had an absolute blast. Yeah. It's been awesome. Um, you know, it's it's something as we said, we've had in the works for a little while. It's it's been wicked to come on. We'll have to get you on ours as well. You know, I love talking hoops with anyone. Um, but you know, especially with you and you know, can't thank you. Enough just on a personal note, everything you're doing with the cover for us as well um, and for content creators out there, it really is 
it's awesome and really appreciated. I oh, appreciate it, mate. And you know, that, that's what that's what we're here to do. We're trying to we're trying to give that you know centralize a platform for some some young up and coming independent creators to to grow and Absolutely. hopefully stick around. But if they don't, and they outgrow us. You know that that's 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 just how it goes. And you know we're gonna have some fun along the way. So. This Absolutely won't be the last you hear from Nick on this podcast. And, yeah, I look forward to jumping in on yours. 100%, mate. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. Thank you to the Daily Dribble podcast for lending me, Nick. So thank you, Ro. Thank you, Liam, for allowing Nick to jump on mine. I'm excited for an opportunity to jump on yours, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. See how we go. See if my baby boy lets me do it. You know, while he's taking a nap, I'll jump on for, for 20 minutes, chop it up. Thank you to the Cover Podcast Network. Thank you to Riverside. Thank you to you guys. You guys, the listeners. That's why we do it. I would like to hear from you. If you have some questions for Lydia Williams, who's coming back on the show in a few weeks' time. So if you have some questions for her, reach out through our Instagram page, at Liam. Or flick us an email at thecover.com.au, admin at thecover.com.au, apologies. And, yeah, send those questions in, and I'm happy to to get her to answer those uh, as a segment on the show in a couple of weeks' time when she comes back. But otherwise, have a good weekend. Enjoy some footy, enjoy some basketball, enjoy some sunshine while we still have it. I guess, I guess here in Canberra, for those of you up north who are struggling, I want you to know that we are thinking about you. Uh, we, are, we are doing what we can. If you are really struggling up there and you need, you need some help, you need some supplies, you need anything, please reach out because uh, we, are, we are able to help. Uh, we just often don't know what we need to do. So just know that we are thinking about you. And uh, we are ready and willing to help in any way we can. So, yeah. Anyway, that's it for this week. Enjoy the weekend if you can. And I will be back next week.